Coming up, we're talking Buddy Kofoid's Midget Championship, Kyle Larson's potentially smaller 2022 dirt schedule, Chili Bowl entries, and a lot more. Let's go. Today is Wednesday, December 1st, 2021. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. We're back in the saddle today after a few days off for the holiday. I hope you had a chance to enjoy the long weekend and spend some time with your family. The amount of dirt racing going on continues to slow down here, but there are still things to talk about coming up, including racing indoors at Gateway this week. The PRI show is coming up in a few days, and news always comes out of that event. And the Chili Bowl entries are rolling out. So this show uh, will keep rolling along all winter long to keep you updated on what's happening. First up today, I wanted to jump back to the weekend and highlight Buddy Kofoid's first ever USAC Midget National Championship. He picked up the feature win back on Wednesday last week at Merced, and with a solid qualifying effort on Saturday at Ventura, all he basically had to do to lock up the title was start the feature. And he ended up doing much better than that, leading laps and finishing second to eventual Turkey Night winner Logan Seavey. In the end, Kofoid's margin of victory over Chris Windham was 89 points, which on the surface makes it look a little easier than it was for that team. Don't forget, though, this battle went back and forth several times in the final weeks. When it mattered the most, though, Kofoid came alive down the stretch and ended with a series-best average finish over the final five races of 2.6. Over that same span, Windham had three finishes outside the top 10 at Placerville, Merced, and Ventura, and couldn't maintain the pace. Big congrats to Kofoid and that Keith Coons Motorsports team. They were very good all season. They ended up finishing second in the win column with six, and they led the series in both top fives and top ten finishes. But he was able to both protect his good starting positions with a top ten efficiency of over 93%, and he was able to move forward when he didn't start in the top ten, picking up nine top ten finishes in ten outside top ten starts. That was a series best 90%. So it's interesting there. When he started up front, he stayed there. When he didn't start up front, he got to the front. Uh, definitely a championship winning combination there. Kovoid is clearly one of the top talents in the sport right now. The only real question here is where does he go for uh, going forward? He'd started to dabble in the pavement world this year before a midsummer late model crash sort of forced him to focus on the midget in the closing months. He also didn't make that many sprint car starts this year, appearing just four times with the Outlaws and just five times with the All-Stars. You have to think he's probably on a similar trajectory here to Kyle Larson or Christopher Bell, kind of in that Toyota development program, and that more pavement racing is on the horizon. Either way, though, it was a great season, and I'm super curious to see what the future holds for Buddy. Speaking of Kyle Larson, he finished up his sprint car season last week by sweeping those two 360 races at Merced. Certainly not a bad way to end the year with the wing on. Things didn't go quite that well, though, with the midget. After winning at Placerville on November 19th, Larson had finishes of 18th, 8th in a B-Main, 24th, and 4th to close out the USAC season. Certainly not what we expected to see from a driver that hadn't finished outside the top 10 in his previous 10 USAC midget appearances. Wasn't all his fault, though. That Placerville finale was plagued with on-track incidents, and there were engine issues at Merced. I don't know Larson's dirt schedule going forward, but I'm assuming the next place we'll see him is in Tulsa in January for the Chili Bowl. I had Ryan reach out to me via Instagram this week to ask about Larson's dirt schedule for next year with the change in the NASCAR weekends. 
And I think it's a, uh, an important thing to note here. With the Cup Series going back to having practice and qualifying for a lot of the weekends, the opportunities for Larson to race on dirt in 2022 will be cut down. Some weekends this year, Larson was able to run Friday and even some Saturday nights with the Cup stuff only happening on Sundays. But now he'll need to be out the track for multiple days. That's certainly going to mean he'll only be able to race the midweek shows and then whenever the Cup Series has off days and off weekends. I feel like the Flow Racing late model schedule could still be in play here if he continues racing with Kevin Rumley. And then whatever else he can put together from there with the sprint car. I'm sure we'll still see him plenty often next year, though. One other note from the USAC weekend. Hat tip to Kaylee Bryson and Taylor Reimer. They qualified 1-2 and became the first two women to ever lock out the first two spots in USAC Midget qualifying. They also made history by starting the race on the front row together. Bryson ended up 5th after leading 17 laps while Reimer finished 8th. Four women total were in that feature, including Maria Kofer, who finished 13th, and Jade Avedijian, who came home at 23rd. It was just the second time that four women were in a USAC midget feature together. The last time it happened was 2016. Elsewhere in midget racing, the first round of Chili Bowl entries has been released, and as of about seven hours ago, the list includes 133 drivers, including nine TBAs, 22 past feature starters, 24 rookies, and two past event champions. Nice numbers there from Brian Holbert. We're still about six weeks away from the event, so that list will continue to grow. It is not uncommon for the entry list to swell past 300 cars for the week-long event. You can find that full list at chilibull.com. This is an event we'll talk about a lot more in the coming weeks, and we'll dive a lot deeper into that entry list. The Word of Outlaws and Brad Doty announced yesterday that in 2022, the Brad Doty Classic will be bumped up to 15,000 to win from the 10,000 to win it has been in previous seasons at Attica. Spencer Basin is the defending race winner. What was notice, uh, notable about the announcement, though, was some of the tweets from Doty after the announcement in regard to the finances of the event. Several folks noted that the race used to pay more to win in the past, but Brad tweeted about how different the purse structure is now along with what it takes to break even. Back when it used to pay $15,000 or more to win, Doty said the total purse was probably less than $30,000, while now it has ballooned to over $60,000. He also said he and the track could break even on the event at around $40,000 total, while that, now they need to get to $100,000 to break even. That $100K includes the purse plus expenses to put on the event, including marketing and promotion. I'm not sure what Attica's seating capacity is, but at $35 a ticket, they need to sell nearly 2,900 seats just to break even. It was definitely some interesting insight on what it takes to uh, kind of make one of these World of Outlaws events happen in this day and age. If you want to listen to some other dirt racing podcasts this week, Wing Nation has DJ Foos, Ohio Dirt has Ayrton Jeniton, Passing Points has Buddy Kofoid, and there is a new episode of the Dirt Reporters over at Dirt on Dirt. To see the full list of shows and episodes, hit up dirttracker.com slash podcasts. The only thing on the streaming schedule for today is Flow Racing 24-7. As always, to see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Coming up tomorrow, we'll dive into the Gateway Dirt Nationals and get you ready for all of the racing inside the Dome, including who to watch. Stay tuned for that. That's it for the show today. Hope you have a good Wednesday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.